0: Welcome to the Arise Podcast. This is Capuchin Father Richard Owens.
1: And this is Father Eric Banneker. And I'm Gina Christian.
0: Where we explore Catholic life in the Archdiocese of Philadelphia and reflect on the Word of God as it speaks to us in our own day.
1: Our guest today is the 10th Archbishop and 14th Bishop of Philadelphia. He was appointed to that position by Pope Francis on January 23rd of this year, it was installed on February 18th. Archbishop Nelson Perez, welcome to Arise the podcast. Thank you, Father. It's great to be here with you guys. I mentioned those dates at the time they seemed to be pretty close together. A lot of people said that there was a short distance between your appointment and your installation. You but got that out, right. But it turns out that turned out to be a wise decision, huh? Well, I didn't think so at the time <laughs> to be honest with you. So,
2: ordinarily, I think according to church law, an ordinary has to be installed within 60 days. Yeah. But because of the nuncial schedule, as well as Archbishop Shapu, they wanted to do it on the 18th of February, which was really like three weeks after the announcement from the Holy See. So I spent three weeks in Cleveland, I'll be honest, complaining to the Lord as to why are you doing this to <laughs> me? Because I had to wrap things up in Cleveland. I was still doing, you know, confirmations and meetings and events. And I had all this stuff that I needed to do and as well as pack. <laughs> <laughs> and and wrap things up. And so it was really hectic. So I spent every day in ch- my holy hour in chapel in the morning basically complaining. <laughs> And asking the question, why are you doing this to me? Why does this have to be so fast? Uh, I never really had a formal farewell from Cleveland either. There was no time to do that. The the only thing I, a, a wonderful group of young adults I, I got close to, we had a, uh, at one of their homes, we had mass and a dinner. And then we took out guitars and played to like, you know, one in the morning or something. Well, that's fun. That was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, go forward a month. And now it's a month that I'm here. And then I understood why the Lord did what He did, <laughs> because everything had been shut down already. So it would have been um, a real downer, I think, if we wouldn't have had had the opportunity to celebrate. Because it's not just my—it wasn't my installation. It's the installation of the Archbishop of Philadelphia. That's way bigger than me. It just happened to be ne- me now. Right. But it's a—it's a celebration of the Church of Philadelphia, True. and
0: it was able to happen. And that was great. great. Yeah, sure. Archbishop, what is the best part of being back in Philadelphia? It's a great city of brotherly love and sisterly affection.
2: At one level, I'm back around cheesesteaks, right? Uh, but I you understand really that you're, you're
0: a big fan of pizza.
2: And pizza. I love, I have a favorite place, which I'm not going to say. i am get everybody else. But but it's actually here. And every pizza I eat is connected to that <laughs> <home>. <laughs> That's the benchmark. Um, that's actually the benchmark. Uh, the other thing is, is being back around uh, friends and familiar faces. And that we go back uh, a long, long time. You know, 30 years with some, you know, over 30 years, and and that that human part is great to be back, and just being back around familiarity, you know, it's, it's for me, it's in a sense, it's coming back home. Yeah, it's it's with everything that these entails right it's coming back home uh my time in in new york and cleveland were wonderful the people of cleveland were i I can't you know i love them they're they're just incredible and i continue to remain connected to them but a lot of my longtime friends were actually here and now i have friends there in new york and in cleveland as well so in that in that sense i'm very blessed and very rich
1: yeah what would you say are the similarities and differences between those three dioceses that you've served in
2: the similarities uh, uh, are that the people in all three dioceses lived their faith intensely. Those who did, yeah, and and they were very uh, multicultural. They were ethnic dioceses in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Long Island, there was a uh, you know an enormous. Polish community and an enormous uh, Latin American community—one one, one third—that's the sixth largest diocese in the country. So Hispanics on Long Island were five hundred thirty thousand. Wow, as big wow. as a mid-sized diocese in the United States, right? So that 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 was similar as 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 it is here. Philadelphia is a place of a lot of different ethnic groups and a large Hispanic group. And Cleveland was the same, mm-hmm. right? A lot of Eastern Europeans in Cleveland. Mm polish and Lithuanians and Slovakians and uh, all that a lot of Eastern Europeans have been there for a long time uh, the first Catholic Hungarian community was founded there uh, Saint Elizabeth of Hungary parish was the first parish for the Hungarian community hundred and over 125 years ago wow. so it's, uh, Cleveland is uh, more so than New York is a church of neighborhoods like Philly is yeah in many ways I would say that Cleveland was was basically Basically, Philadelphia without the cheesesteak and with the pierogies. (laughs) That's what Cleveland was, actually. You could close your eyes and you could think you're in Philly, actually. And there's great connections. You know, the third bishop of, of Cleveland was from Philadelphia. Bishop Horseman. In fact, there are horsemen that work in the diocesan building. Wow. And there's a horseman family actually at St. Agnes in Westchester, yeah. descendants of Bishop Horseman. And of course, Cardinal Kroll, who was, you guys never met Cardinal Kroll, but Cardinal Kroll was Archbishop of Philadelphia, I think from 61 to 87 or 86 or something mm-hmm. like that. 20 plus years. He was a priest of Cleveland and an auxiliary bishop in Cleveland and then came here. So there's been this back and forth synergy between Cleveland and Philadelphia for a long time. Sure.
1: We have a better football team though.
2: <laughs> I would say so. And they would say so too. Though I did see the Eagles and the Browns play in a preseason game oh. and the Browns won. Oh that year.
0: <laughs> Archbishop, would you describe yourself as an extrovert? No, I'm totally an introvert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think? <laughs> um I'm totally uh no I'm an extrovert yeah So what's the hardest part about being about adjusting to quarantine?
2: I think the hardest part for me is is that I have not been able to do what I wanted to do coming here. Sure. And really what was all set up to happen. Sure. Um but but it's not something that won't happen either. So vi- I was going to do uh deanery masses and gatherings with priests in each deanery and bringing people together and and uh and visit our high schools and elementary schools and institutions and which is what I it is what I like to do but it's also the role of the bishop it is part of what the life of a bishop and that I started off well so I was able to visit a parish do a confirmation I went to Little Flower it was great Little Flower High School. And then the bottom fell out with, with COVID and, and none of that has been happening. So my only um, interaction with the people, so to speak, is sure. really virtually. Sure. And I'm doing a lot of that. A lot of that, you know, m- many of my days are spent actually doing that uh, in meetings and, and pastoral stuff as well. So I, I miss that precisely because I am an extrovert okay. and I like to be around people. People don't bother me. You know, um, they energize me, and sure. and that's kind of not there. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So that's a little tough. I'm sure you guys would feel the same definitely, way. Definitely. Absolutely,
0: yeah. Archbishop, right, a lot of people are catching up on Netflix and reading books at this time. Are you doing either?
2: Yes, I caught up on Star Trek. Star Trek. <laughs> the latest Star Trek. Oh, the it. new Star Trek. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. yeah i love star trek
1: archbishop you came really with a message of, of faith and hope for our local church and and for uh, you know all people here in the area um what are some signs of hope you've seen just in your short time back even amid this this pandemic
2: well certainly certainly the the installation that the archdiocese had was a great sign of hope right uh, i sense a great sign of hope and and happiness um i probably knew half the people that were there if not more <laughs> from all sorts of different Assignments silence and and that was a great sign sign of hope um i think people's desire you know philly's been through a tough time you know and i think the resiliency of the church of philadelphia is in and of itself a sign of hope mm-hmm. a sign of hope and even in the midst of this coronavirus pandemic and and the fact that you know there's no playbook for this you know we're all making it up as we go along People are resilient, even in that. You know, uh, even in that, and and so I think the the resiliency in and of itself is a sign to me
1: of hope. Well, Archbishop Perez, thank you for joining us today, and we look forward to part two of our conversation.
2: Great, thank you, thank, thank, you. thank you, Fathers, thank you, Archbishop.
1: A reading from the Acts of the
0: Apostles. After Jesus had been taken up to heaven, the apostles returned to Jerusalem from a Mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey away. When they entered the city, they went to the upper room where they were staying, Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. All these devoted themselves in one accord to prayer, together with some women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. The word of the Lord. Today, we reflect on this passage taken from the Acts of the Apostles. And of course, the context is Jesus had already ascended up to heaven. He's returned to his father. And the disciples found themselves in this liminal space, difficult times, uncertain of their future, wondering where to go from here. Not too unsimilar from our current situation. But if you notice, instead of walking away without hope, the disciples gathered in the upper room, that place where Jesus broke bread with them just a few days earlier, that place where they had this rather intimate encounter with Jesus. And they gathered together as sisters and brothers to pray, to ask God to give them strength, and to ask God to give them guidance. While we cannot physically gather in our upper rooms and our churches, we can, of course gather together as a domestic church, as friends and family together to do as the disciples did, to pray, to ask God to give us strength, to give us encouragement, to give us guidance, as we try to find hope in these rather difficult times. There's a great story of of a mother and her son who gathered to pray as she was preparing to tuck her son in for bed. And the son said, you know, God, please give me a skateboard. And he said a little louder, God, please give me a skateboard. And he repeated even a little louder, God, please give me a skateboard. And the mother said hey Ben God is not deaf and he says I know but my grandmother is so today remember that God is not deaf that he obviously hears our prayers so let us ask God to give us strength to give us encouragement as we say Hail Mary full of grace the Lord is with thee blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb Jesus holy Mary Mother of God pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death amen a mother of perpetual help pray for us
1: You've been listening to the Arise podcast with Capuchin Father Richard Owens and Father Eric Banneker. I'm Gina Christian, and for more resources and information on the Arise
0: Project, visit archvilla.org forward slash Arise. Thanks for listening.